Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. The regular season is at an end. We've got to the playoffs at last and uh, yeah, it's bittersweet, I guess. Um, you know, we've we've got through 14 weeks. We've fought hard against our opponents. Some of us have risen to to join the elite echelons and, and others have unfortunately not quite made the grade. And sadly, I must announce that Jack, you are amongst the fallen this week. How how did that hit you after last night's game? Yeah, pretty hard. Uh, so just for for context for the listeners, I needed eighty four points from um, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Higby at the time. Um, getting the news that Higby obviously was put on COVID list, um, those chances dwindled. I managed to throw the second-choice tight end in there, but alas, I came up 10 points short. But it's cruel. yeah, it's a cruel cruel game it is, um, but I, I love it so much, I'm, I'm already thinking about next year. So, yeah, tough, tough blow, um, but I know I've got a good team. Um, like I was saying to you, I scored the fifth-most points in the league, so I should have been in there, but that's the, the hand I was dealt, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, you can you can plan and prepare, but sometimes uh, fate's just not on your side. A lot of it does depend upon who you draw from week to week. That's it. I mean, I've <clears throat> I've played this season. I've lost three games. Two of those games were losses to Alex. So Alex is officially my bogey team now <laughs> because I've not yet beaten him in in this season. So I'm hoping either either a he gets knocked out in the first round of the uh, playoffs, so I don't have to face him. <laughs> Or B, I somehow overcome this this bad bad form against him that I, I seem to have currently. But yeah, I think he's he's in the uh, he's in the bracket that goes through to to uh, play me in in the second week of the playoffs. So, but I've got a week to uh, a week to recover and rest and week. see what happens. Nice, it's, nice for uh, some, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's not bad for some, um, but we'll discuss that a little later, I suppose. Uh, it's been it's been a big week. There's been some big Massive. big numbers, and uh, to be honest, there's been some people in this top ten that have not been in it for a long time, and really, <laughs> yeah, we all expected them to have been in it from week to week. So, I guess without further ado, we'll begin uh, number one this week with a whopping thirty-seven points. We have Dalvin Cook. Uh, a great win, by the way, by the Vikings against. Uh, Pittsburgh, even though even though they really came back <laughs> towards nearly the end. blew it from twenty nine up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean the Vikings are renowned for throwing it away in the final quarter, and the Steelers seem to have a bit of a bit of a thing for bringing the games back in the final quarter. So it was never going to be a an easy win, even though it felt like it at halftime. <laughs> um, but yeah, great game from from Dalvin. Uh, twenty seven attempts rushing for two hundred and five yards and two touchdowns. And he got a, a single catch on three targets for 17 yards. So just really solid performance. It's not often you see over 200 yards. No, I mean, this, yeah, this, this, this was the Dalvin Cook we, we know and, and love. Um, the Steelers just had no answer for him all game. Um, it was nice to see because like the previous two weeks he hasn't gone over. Obviously, I know he's had a couple of niggling things, but he hasn't gone over 100 in his, in his last couple of starts. So to get a top top performance out of him um fantasy owners and, and indeed vikings fans will be will be very happy to see it even though like we said they did nearly blow it again <laughs> yeah yeah when that's just part and parcel of being a viking 
Winky's expecting these games, but um, <laughs> you know, from losing to the Lions to, to beating the Steelers, uh, I'm happy with with this week's performance at least. Um, and number two, Josh Allen. Uh, we were saying, weren't we, last week, how we just he was just so inconsistent, but it was I think he was due a good week. So um, here here he is with 36 points. Uh, I mean, most of these derived from probably his legs. 12 rushing attempts for 109 yards and a touchdown. And then he attempted 54 passes, Good uh, God. 36 completions, 308 yards and two touchdowns. So he was busy both in the air and on the ground this week. Yeah, Allen was... Allen, again, the numbers were fantastic. I must admit, I was a little concerned because the bulk of these were were sort of third and fourth quarter as they tried to claw back into it. But yeah, he ended up with a with a very good fantasy score. Um, the Bills are interesting to me because, I mean, they just never run the ball outside of Allen. It's it's actually quite funny, uh, unless you're a, a single Terry owner. Um, but yeah, Allen was fantastic. Unfortunately, they did come up short and lost the game to the Buccaneers. Um, they dropped to 7-6, and six, which is a, a bit of a concern, but... I think Allen with his legs, he's he's always going to threaten that top ten just with his rushing ability alone. So it's for fantasy owners, it's irrelevant if they lose. He's he's going to be always in that mixer. I think. Yeah, he's just he's just great, isn't he? It's uh, just the consistency that he's lacked this year more than anything. He still obviously has the ability to to go hard, but uh, it's just he's not been showing up as as often as we'd have liked. Um, number three. Um, well, someone who, you know, he, he's been in the top 10 before. He's back again, George Kittle. Uh, 35 points there, which is a absolutely smashing performance. Uh, 13 catches on 15 targets, uh, 151 yards and a touchdown. So he was really utilised by that 49ers offence this week. Yeah, I must admit, very, very good game in general for the, for the neutral fan. Uh, but yeah, Kittle was... That's two weeks in a row where Kittle's been absolutely incredible uh, for the 49ers. Um, Garoppolo's go-to guy. The last two weeks, he's 22 catches over 300 yards and three touchdowns. So it's just just insane numbers. Um, 49ers on a bit of a win streak as well. Um, and if, if, if they keep that up and look to push for that wild card spot, you know, I think, I think we'll probably see Kittle again in this top 10 list. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think, to be honest, with Kelsey's recent performances, I might even slide Kelsey down to number two with the way that that Kittle's playing now. <laughs> Kelsey's just not—he's not—he's not doing what we expected him to do. He's not been the uh, the explosive piece in that offense of late, and uh, and Kittle's obviously shown up, and he's he's doing a great job. So uh, yeah, definitely a, a trade target, I would say. Oh, Once again, George Kittle, though. That does mean if you're a kit owner, you can you can you can drive a uh, quite a hefty but Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not gonna be able to sell him for anything less than he's worth anymore, which is good because I mean, with his injuries and, and such, he has been he has been worth less, I guess, in in the grander scheme of things. But especially from a dynasty perspective, he's he's a guy to if you've not bought him yet, you kind of you're missing the boat, so you want to get on him soon. Um, next up, we've got uh, Devonte Adams. Uh, who had a great game as well, 35 points again. Uh, he had 10 catches on 13 targets, 121 yards and two touchdowns, which just put him shy of Kill's score this week. Yeah, I mean, this 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 game was classic Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I mean, Rodgers was just in one of those moods. Uh, you know, he only missed eight passes. Um, the bulk of the, the targets obviously going Adams' way. 
Um, although the Bears put up a little bit of a fight, it was a nice, easy win for the Packers. They they are the team to beat in the NFC, I think, at the minute. And Adams, on his day, is the best receiver in the league. Uh, there's no doubt about that. So, yeah, not a surprise. And I think we'll, we'll definitely see him again as well. Um, yeah, they, they are the team to beat for me. Yeah, uh, I mean, I agree with everything you said. And next up, we have... Surprise, surprise, James Connor, who has been James a revelation this season. Again. 34 points. Uh, he had 13 rushing attempts for 31 yards and two touchdowns. But it was in the passing game that he really found his uh, found his feet. Nine targets, nine receptions, and 94 yards. Liking the number nine there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he basically was a wide receiver, uh, aside from the odd time that he got into the end zone uh, on his feet. But... Wow, James Conner. He is the number four running back in <laughs> standard. He's the number six running back uh, in PPR, which is just crazy. Nobody could have predicted this No. Uh, at the start of the season. This, yeah. I mean, he was he was going in drafts after Chase Edmonds. Yeah. You know, he was deemed to be the backup, really, to Chase. But, um, yeah, he's he's obviously risen to, to take that take that primary RB spot. Yeah, I mean he's yeah, obviously the, the injuries to Edmonds have helped him massively, but even before that, to be fair, he was he was outperforming Edmonds, um, especially in the run game. Um but you know, you look at the numbers for the season, he's you know, twenty nine receptions, um, which is, is, is decent. Uh, not quite CMC but pretty good. And then it's sixteen total touchdowns is just it's just insane numbers. Um he's been absolutely amazing. And like you said, if you were getting him late rounds um, I know you've got him in our regular league. He is he's he's been a game winner most weeks if he goes off. So yeah, fantastic again from from Connor. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't ask for more in our standard league uh, that that we play. Um, I was playing a guy, and he needed uh, he needed James Connor to get less than thirty points, and I, I said to him yesterday, I was like, oh, I think you're safe. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it too much, but then I woke up and, and there he was with uh, with thirty four. So, I mean, I, I will not doubt him again. I'm almost tempted to get a James Conner jersey after that performance. <laughs> um, and then next up, another regular feature to the top ten, uh, um, another revelation on this season, especially. Uh, it's Mr. Cooper Cup with thirty two points. He had uh, thirteen catches on fifteen targets, which ironically. Well, not really ironically, coincidentally, rather, is the same as George Kittle. Um, and he had 123 uh, receiving yards and a touchdown. So, yeah, he almost matched Kittle aside from around about 30 yards receiving, which is uncanny. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've, but great, I've great loved Cup this year. Um, I, I mean, we knew he was good, um, but he's, he's on pace to be, I think it's to become the first wide receiver since, um, I think it was Sterling Sharp in 96 to lead the league in both receptions, yard and receiving touchdowns. Um, obviously, he's clearly Stafford's go-to guy, um, even with the addition of OBJ. Um, Stafford only completed 23 passes and 13 of them went to Cup. So, I mean, it's just wow. it's just insanity, the numbers he's putting up this season. Uh, the Rams, big win as well. So they're going to be really fighting these last few weeks to try and take the top spot from the Cardinals. So... Cup is is a lock to be in the top ten again. Yeah, great performance from Cup. Next up, Mister Tom Brady. He's back again as well. Uh, Thirty-one points here. <laughs> yeah, you can't, can you? Uh, seven rushing attempts, sixteen yards, and a touchdown. And then he had forty-six passing attempts, thirty-one completions, three hundred and sixty-three yards, and two touchdowns. So, 
very good day for Brady and a nice close win against the Bills. Yeah, Brady was pretty immense again. The 16 rushing yards, like I think 10 of them came on one little scramble. Um, he, he's since come out on social media and wants a, a, a buff on his Madden speed rating, I believe. Not sure whether I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to give him that, but yeah. Vintage Brady, no turnovers. He he was shredding the Bills' defense uh, just all day long. It was it was closer than than it should have been. Really, I thought the Bucks should have put him away. But yeah, classic Brady. Um, he's annoyingly looks like he's still got another few years in him. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's he's sprightly for an older fella, isn't he? <laughs> um, and next up we've got Mark Andrews, who had a great game. I think another. Yeah, obviously one of the the holy trinity of Titans this year. Uh, Darren Waller's kind of fallen from the conversation a little bit, but yeah. uh, Andrews, I think, taking taking that spot. Um, so yeah, he, I mean, he's the number one tight end, um, believe it or not, on the PPR and the oh, and God, standard. Okay. So uh, Mark Andrews is the man. Uh, he had eleven targets, eleven catches, one hundred and fifteen yards, and a touchdown. So just great performance from. Mark Andrews in uh, in quite a tight loss to uh, to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, there Andrews was amazing. Um, obviously Lamar Jackson going down early first first quarter didn't uh, didn't help the Ravens, but you know Huntley stepped in and to his credit was amazing. Uh, Andrews obviously his go to guy. Um, he he is the best receiver on the team. Um, just in general. Uh, so no matter who the quarterback is, Andrews is always going to be in there. Uh, like you said top tight end on the year um yeah absolutely fantastic again and it's it's nice to see that even without lamar he can he can still put up those kind of top 10 numbers yeah i mean really 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 good um and then next up we've got uh tyler lockett 29 points and that's on that's only five receptions (laughs) uh nine targets 142 (laughs) yards and a touchdown that's mental (laughs) Yeah, just just shy of thirty a catch, <laughs> not too bad. Yeah, I mean, in discussing the matchups, we said this this was a nice one for the Seahawks to get. You know, Wilson only completed seventeen passes, but two hundred and sixty yards. The Texans' defense is dreadful, and obviously, Lockett did exploit that. Um, over the past few weeks, he's sort of he's done much more than DK Metcalf has certainly. Any Metcalf fans are. I'm mightily concerned at the minute, but yeah, w- Wilson's looking back to his best, so hopefully we see a, a bit more out of them before the end of the season. Yeah, definitely. And finally, uh, we have quite a surprising appearance. Uh, Rashad Penny uh, comes in at number 10, 29 points, and that's with 16 rushing attempts for 137 yards and two touchdowns, and a single catch on a single target for a single yard. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you don't hear much about the Seahawks' run game. Um, this is probably the first time we've mentioned it all year, I would imagine, on the podcast. I think it is, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think many people had a start at Penny, but if you if you needed him in a flex, you'll, you'll be very happy. You know, nearly nine yards a carry, um, just shredding that Texans' defence. Don't think we'll see him again, to be honest, but yeah, um, I bet there is some happy people who started him out there. Yeah, definitely. He's not the kind of guy that you'd have expected to get such a lofty amount of points. Um, I would like to know how many lineups he actually was in and started uh, this week as well. Um, but crazily enough, uh, yeah, he, he hit the top 10, beating the likes of Aaron Rodgers. 
Um, any other notable mentions from this week? Um, I, I mean, I mean, Justin Herbert was immense. Um, the, yeah. the, the sixty-yard bomb to Guyton while he was being sort of brought down might be the best throw I've ever seen. Um, he was yeah, he was fantastic. Um, big shout out to my Broncos guy Javante Williams again. Um, seventy-three yards, two touchdowns, one through the air. Um, he's he's coming on leaps and bounds, and that was even with Gordon back in the lineup. So it was nice to see them two splitting carries and both getting some work done. And dynasty shout out for me as well, Jamar Chase. Nice to see him getting in the end zone twice again. Um, yeah, he, he had a, a very good game. Five receptions. 77 yards, two touchdowns. Um, yeah, big performance again from Chase. Yeah, I mean, he's he's up there. He was the top rookie wide receiver this week. Uh, top running back. Uh, rookie running back was Najee Harris with his 25 points as well. So it's nice to see that quite a fair few rookies have been playing well. And I guess another one, Javante Williams, as you say. He's, as, well, you, you keep singing his praises, but, yes. it, you know, it's great to see him uh, kind of rising up there and taking over. So... Yeah, good little good little week to uh, to finalise and cap off the season. So I guess from now on it's uh, well it's knockout time. If you lose, you're out. So we'll uh, we'll do the old. Well, <laughs> no, I guess you see that's the thing is it it might be sad now, but you don't now have the stress that I'll yeah, have it's for true, the next yeah. few weeks. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's. Um, well, yeah, the the bye weeks are, are just oh, they're wonderful for that reason. It just means that I don't really have to worry too much this uh, this weekend, aside from in our, our standard league. But um, we'll uh, crack on with uh, with the quick fire round for week fifteen. Um, yeah, not many weeks left no. until uh, you know. From an, yeah, it's it's all coming to an end, and then we'll be back to. Uh, Back to the immensely long off-season where we just wish that football was, was here. <laughs> um, so kicking us off this week, we've got a pretty good game against the Charger, against the Chiefs and Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm tempted to stay up for this one. Um, like two very high-powered offences. Chargers 8-5, and five, Chiefs 9-4, and four, so massive division uh, implications as well. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think you're starting pretty much everyone in this. Um, both defences... Um, although a little bit improved, especially with the Chiefs. I know they only conceded nine to the Raiders last week, but I think this will be will be fairly high scoring. Chargers have already beaten them once on the season, so Chiefs will be out for revenge. I, th- I think we can we're going to see some spectacular performances out of Herbert and Mahomes this week. I think I think this will be probably game of the week. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it. The outcome of this will spell either doom or or <laughs> for many fantasy managers, especially because there are just so many crucial players in this. You know, Kelsey, Mahomes, Hill, Herbert, Williams. Even now, he's he's doing pretty well. Allen, Eckler. It's just oh yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, next up, Browns and Raiders. Yeah, I'm not as excited about this one. Um, the Raiders have been dreadful. Um, yeah, I mean, 48-9 against the Chiefs. The Browns haven't been much better. I know they got the win against the Ravens, but I think it's safe to say if Lamar had finished the game, I think the Ravens would have won that. So it's not too many massive fantasy implications. It is nice to see Kareem, Kareem Hunt back, uh, Nick Chubb. Um, I think they'll do some decent work in the game, and I think the Browns will win. Um, 
Another shout-out we probably should have mentioned just after the top ten is Hunter Renfro has been on absolute fire recently. Yeah. 13 catches last week, 9 the week before, 8 the week before, all over 100 yards. So, yeah, uh, Renfro's become a, a must-start. But I think I think the Browns will probably squeeze this one. Excellent. Next up, Colts and Patriots. Yeah, I mean, this will be the Colts have come on leaps and bounds over the last few weeks. Um, but that that Patriots team, as frustrating as it is, that Bill Belichick's doing such a good job again. Um, yeah, I think I think the Patriots will win this one. Um, I think as Belichick does, he'll he'll shut down the number one option, which in this case is Jonathan Taylor. It'll be an, another fairly dull game in which the Patriots will run the ball fairly efficiently. The Colts are 22nd against the pass, so Matt Jones should be able to throw more than three passes this week, hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think the Patriots win this one, and I'm not expecting too much out of the out of the Colts from a fantasy perspective. That Patriots defense is no joke. No, it's uh, it's quite quite the force to be reckoned with. And uh, next up, we've got the Steelers and the Titans. Um, yeah, this will be an interesting one. The Titans, um, obviously. Nice bounce back win. It was against the Jaguars, so does it even really count as a win? Um, probably just on the standings. I would have thought. I can't imagine they feel brilliant about it. Um, I think they need to win this one just for themselves more than anything. Um, and the Steelers need to bounce back as well. Steelers defense has sort of fallen off a cliff a little bit. They're not not what they once were. Uh, we saw Dalvin Cook burn them. Um, so I, I think the Titans will win this one. Um, I just as good as Big Ben's been the last few quarters, the last two games, I just I just don't trust him. Um, I, I think the Titans will win this one, um, and I think that's yeah, I think that's probably the end for the Steelers in terms of a, a playoff run. Sad, but more than likely true. Um, then we've got Bills and Panthers. Um, yeah, as I've said numerous times, Panthers not very good. Cam Newton not very good. Um, Bills easy win I would have thought um, this is this is one Josh Allen's got to be licking his lips out I would have thought um, they need a win um, they're only 7-6 and six, so they need a win to um, sort of try and catch the Patriots if they have any hope of doing that so yeah I think easy win for the Bills and I wouldn't be shocked if Josh Allen we were talking about top 10 again next week excellent and then we've got the Eagles against Washington uh, Washington and the Eagles both six and seven, so they would both they would both like to win this one for from a divisional perspective. They are both still in the hunt, as it were, for that um for that seven seed. Um, I'm not sure. Have you is, is Jalen Hurts back or is he out again? Uh, he's expected to suit up. I think this week. Yes, I thought he was, uh, which is nice. Um, Gardner Minshew did a a stellar job. Um, but Hurts is a better quarterback. Um, he gives them the best chance to win. Um, Washington offensively looked looked dreadful last week. Um, you know Taylor Heineke was not good. Uh, Eleven of twenty five no. for one hundred and twenty two yards and a pick. Uh, not good. So I, I think the Eagles will win this one. I think Hertz comes back from missing a week, um, and he's his his usual twenty twenty plus point self. So yeah, Eagles get the win. Hertz comes back strong. Excellent. Uh, next up, we've got the Jaguars and the Texans. Oh, this is an exciting one. <laughs> oh god. Um, I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. I think. Um, 
they need a win. I mean, all this turmoil with Urban Meyer about criticising his staff and I think the Jags, at the end of the season, um, they've just got to make a decision. It's got to be either Lawrence or Meyer. Personally, I think Meyer's got to go. Um, but yeah, the Jaguars, I think, will win this one. They've got to do what they keep saying they're going to do, but don't. They've got to feed James Robinson. That's it. Yeah. That is the way they win this game. Lawrence has looked good in spells, but on the whole has been subpar. James Robinson is a top 10 back. I know he's not statistically, but he is for me. So you've got to feed James Robinson. The Texans' defence isn't great. So I think the Jaguars will, will win, but they have to feed James Robinson. Well, time will tell. Uh, probably won't happen. Uh, Giants and Cowboys are the next matchup. Yeah, I mean, Cowboys, you've got to, got to love. They've got such an easy division. Um, <laughs> even any glaring holes sort of don't matter in these matchups. So, yeah, I mean, the, the Cowboys will win this one. I wouldn't mind seeing a nice performance out, out with Dak, although they've they won the last game. He's, he's still he's, he's not quite his self. You know, one touchdown, two picks, only just above 50% completion. Um, he he for me needs to put in a performance before the playoffs. Um, otherwise, I think it's just going to be same old Cowboys and they get bounced in the first round. But they they do win this game, and I don't envy anyone's choice or of starting either either Zeke or Pollard. You you just don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think uh, yeah. Well, Zeke hasn't been uh, his best. I think even even if you look at him not from a fantasy perspective, just just as a, a player, general, he's not agree. had the he's not had the explosiveness. He's not had the athleticism. I think he's on like four point two yards per carry. Uh, whereas Pollard, you give him the ball and he does something special with it, and yeah, uh, true. he is the man who gives you the explosive plays. I mean, yeah, I I, f- I feel like this might be the the end, um, or at least the the start of the downfall for physique. He's just not rising to the challenge. He he's kind of he's almost so confident in himself that that he is you know as good as he is that he's actually not good anymore. <laughs> it's like he's just kind of he's he like he doesn't it. have to put. Yeah, yeah, it's like he's not putting the work in. He's just he needs he needs to be better. He needs to be more explosive. I, I just don't I don't see him coming back from this really. Not with the way that Pollard's playing and uh, uh, the other backup I can't remember his name was. I think he outsnapped him last week. So even even with Pollard's backup, yeah. Zeke still <laughs> isn't like yeah. the prime running back. It's, it's like they don't want to give it up. I think at some point, whether it's this season or in the playoffs, they've they've got to just make the decision. I think because yeah, yeah, you are right. Over the last few weeks, he's he's just he just looks slow and sluggish. Yeah, and that's not they're not words you want to describe you running back. <laughs> no, as, no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so next up, we've got Lions and Cardinals. Um, yeah, I mean, congrats the Lions. Obviously, finally got their first win um, as we discussed last week. But I, I don't think they'll beat the Cardinals. Um, Murray wasn't great against the Rams, but this is a nice bounce back game. I think. Um, you know, the, if the Broncos' offense can hang thirty-eight on you, I, I'm fairly sure the Cardinals will win this one. I think. Um, so yeah, Murray's a Murray's a must start, and as we've discussed previously, James Connor, he, he's he's pretty much guaranteed a touchdown in this one. I would have thought against the Lions. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, expect a decent performance out of him, um, and a de- and a pretty good performance out of Kyler Murray as well. Excellent. And then we've got the Dolphins and the Jets. Um, Ooh, yeah. yeah. 
Nice, nice, nice one for the Dolphins this. Um, they, they need the win to get back to 500. Um, I think they do because, yeah, the, the Jets are, you know, one of the three worst teams in the league. Um, yeah, Dolphins win. Um, nice, easy game for Tua. Um, and I know me and you have been praising him um, on the show, off the show. Jalen Waddle is just, is just fantastic. Yeah, um, I can't speak highly enough of, of what he's done this season. You know, he he don't get the as as many of the flashy plays like maybe Jamar Chase, but you know the the volume on the receptions and like the utility sort of player that he is. He's just yeah, he's fantastic. I'd expect a, a nice performance from him. It's just consistency, yeah. isn't it? I mean, he was he was rated very highly by the Dolphins. Um, was, yeah. I think there was a leaked picture of their draft board, and he was kind of up as pretty much wide receiver one if I'm not mistaken or, or very nearly there um, you know they, they, they chose him because they saw something in him and I think this Dolphins uh, organization has made a lot of bad bad errors <laughs> in judgment in, in recent years but Jalen Waddle is, is just not one of them um, and I'm, I'm personally quite glad that I, I backed him up and, and chose him um, where I did because uh, there were other options there that, that were tempting but yeah he's just as you say, it's the volume, it's the consistency. He's just an all-round good, yeah. good player. Um, he's not flashy. He just does. He just gets the job done. And at the end of the day, it's consistency that that wins you the games yeah. really uh, from week to week. So um, next up is your Broncos, and they're playing the Bengals. Um, yeah, I mean Broncos. I, d- I didn't think we'd be at seven and six at this point. I'm I'm, I'm pretty happy of how we played recently, and that the bulk of that. Is is down with Javante and obviously even with Gordon last week in the run game, um. So yeah, I I think we'll win this one. Um, I think our defense is is still good enough. Um, the Bengals, as we've discussed numerous times on the show, that that they are just inconsistent. You know, a loss to the Forty Nine is in a game. I I thought they should have won. Um, especially with how it was going late. Um, with them coming back. So yeah, I think the Broncos will w- win this one. Um. I think Gordon and Williams are both are both decent starts, um, and yeah, I, th- I think we'll win this one, um, and I don't think it'll be too high scoring. I, I think the Bengals and I think Joe Burrow will, will struggle this week against that defense. Yeah, very likely. Um, next up, Ben, we've got the 49ers and the Falcons. Ooh, yeah. Um, I mean, the, the Falcons, like we've discussed, out outside of Cordarrelle Patterson, are. Not very exciting, should we say? Um, obviously they they beat up a bit on the on the poor Panthers last week. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think they'll be able to keep pace with the Forty Niners. Um, as we've seen, George Kittle's been on a tear recently. Um, he's not their only weapon either. So I I don't think the Falcons will be able to keep pace with the Niners in this one. Um, and from a fantasy perspective, yeah, again, you, you're not really starting anyone but Patterson. Uh, Mike Davis has been very underwhelming. Kyle Pitts has, has quietened off a bit recently as well. So, yeah, 49ers will get this one, I think. Yeah, it should be a fairly straightforward one, especially with the way Kittle's playing. Um, and then we've got the Rams and the Seahawks this week. This will be a tasty one, obviously. Seahawks not really with much to play for. In terms of playoffs, they are at 5-8. and eight, So, yeah, I mean, it would take a miracle for them to squeak in, even to the wild card. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the Rams. It was a, it was a statement win last night for me against the against the Cardinals. Um, I heard so, some some guy I follow said that is that is the biggest win of Stafford's career, um, and it is. I, I do believe that he, he hasn't won any playoff games. Um, he hasn't played in any meaningful games. Obviously, with all those years in Detroit, so 
that was a big win for me, and I, I think the Rams will, will kick on, and I think they'll they'll get the job done against the Seahawks. Um, Wilson's still coming back; he's still not one hundred percent. Easy win for the Rams, and obviously expect Cooper Cup to have you know tw- ten to twelve catches as he as he does every <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping Jordan Henderson gets back uh, after his COVID COVID kept him out of the last game but we'll uh, we'll see what happens there because it'd be nice for the Rams to get a nice early lead and, uh, and just, just run I could constantly just, I could just yeah <laughs> it's not not this league I need him but uh, I could do with him in the middle of the league doing well so touch wood um, and then we've got the Ravens against the Packers yeah I mean Lamar is expected to play um, I, I don't think in this instance it changes the outcome too much I think the Packers and, and Rodgers like I said they, that offence is just clicking at the minute um, the Ravens' defense isn't isn't what it used to be. They have been um, sort of cooked a few times this year. So yeah, I think the Packers get the win here. Um, and like we said last week, for me, Jackson just hasn't been his usual self. Um, like we said in in most statistical statistical categories, he is he is bottom half of the league. So I I don't think he can compete with Rodgers. No, uh, and I think I'd agree with you on that one. Um, next up, we've got Buccaneers and Saints. Uh, I mean, Saints have beaten the Bucks a few times over since since Brady's come in, but this this won't be one of them. Um, there's no way Taysom Hill or whoever starts for the Saints is, is beating Brady in this one. I would imagine in the end this this will turn into a bit of a rout, to be honest. Um, I know the Saints' defense is respectable, but there's no way that offense can can do much damage on that Bucks defense. So yeah, easy win for the Bucks. Um, Fournette has been an absolute dream over these last few weeks for fantasy owners. Um, I think that continues in this one. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then finally, uh, to top off the week, we've got the Bears against the Vikings. Yeah, it's it's got to be the Vikings, hasn't it? I mean, you're a Vikings fan, but it's got to be. The Bears, they're just dreadful. I mean, they scored 30 points, but two of that was special teams touchdowns. Justin Fields looks like a deer in headlights. You know, the backup's obviously Andy Dalton. That's not much better. And the Vikings, as as much as they've made it tough, because, what is it, 10 of their games have gone down to the last playoffs, last two yeah. players or something, <laughs> um, which is just horrible yeah. for fans <laughs> of the Vikings. But, yeah, the Vikings' offense has been the one bright spot. Cook was on fire last week. Cousins is a top 10 quarterback. Jefferson's a top 5 receiver. I've got to give this one to the Vikings fairly confidently. Very good. Uh, That rounds out next week, the first week of the playoffs. And I guess that brings us nicely on to the last week of our Dynasty League. So we'll have a little look. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have a little look and see see what happened. there. I mean, it wasn't a great week for me. We'll start with me, shall we? Go on. Um, 134.7. Now, that's that's, that's, the point in for me. Um, Whereas Alex, who I was playing against, got 183.54. Now, Alex may have beaten me, which is always something that I'm upset about, because he's (laughs) such a smug man. But, but, I've got something to be smug about this week, Alex. I've got something to be very smug about. And that is Antonio Gibson played shockingly, and he didn't contribute to your victory in any way other than contributing three points. So I will take that. The rest of your team was fantastic. Congratulations. But yeah, if you want to give me Gibson back in return for, um, I don't know, a fourth round pick, then 
you know, you might as well, because he's not very good as this week has shown. Um, but having said that, yeah, Alex's team played very, very well. Uh, Burrow hitting 21 points. Chubb with 9.5, not great, but still good. Uh, Javante Williams, as we've been saying, he's just been playing so, so well. Uh, 21 points. Uh, T. Higgins, 17. Devonta Adams was oh. kind of the nail in the coffin for me in uh, in alongside Mark Andrews collectively with 55 points. Um <laughs> Which is just no more. 65. Sorry, sixty-five points. Um, yeah, so that was. I mean, that was half of my score practically. Um, and then we've got a couple of duds on Alex's team in his flex spots. Um, so we've got Jeff Wilson with uh, five points, and then obviously the aforementioned Antonio Gibson with three. Um, why did Gibson do so badly? He just. It was a bad game. Yeah. It was a bad game for the football team. <laughs> I mean, he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven of his 14 games this season have been of under 10 points. So he's not really been playing too well, has he? No, I mean, what's well, he's well, the RB? The he's the RB 14, isn't he? So, yeah, he's... Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's RB 2. That's still good. But he's not He's not the chosen one, isn't he? He's not the <laughs> prodigal son. But, yeah, we'll move on. Um, I'm only bitter. Um, we've got Ben Rosselsberger, who started off oh, the week ben. very well for Alex with 23.82. Um, I mean, I don't even know if he's scored more than that this entire season. No, that is his best score by a long way. <laughs> God, that's um, so, so, good job, Big Ben. Uh, and then Carlson, only two points, and then the Green Bay Pack is D with 15. Nice. So, great. I think... All but one of my players um, missed their projections this week. So Pat Mahomes, 19. Joe Mixon, 0.8. Austin Eckler, 16.4. He's also questionable. Um, he didn't practice on Monday, which is not great for me. But there's a bye week. He can recover. Uh, Michael Gallup, 11 points. Uh, Stefan Diggs, uh, 14 points. Travis Kelsey, 5 points. Oh, Deontay Johnson, 15. Montgomery, 14. Heineke, 7 uh, Justin Tucker, what a game from him. He got so, so many, well, two 50-plus yard field goals. <laughs> Was that the only one to hit projected? Points. He's the only one to <laughs> beat projected, yeah. Um, I think Deontay Johnson hit projected, but yeah. Um, and then the Chargers with seven. So, And I didn't really have anyone on my bench either. Baker Mayfield would have obviously been a better choice than Heineke got 15. And Van Jefferson has been playing incredibly well, uh, as we've been discussing. So, um yeah, uh, not great. Not a great week for me. Uh, it brings my, I think it was eight or nine win streak to an end, which is kind of sad. Sad to end the season, uh, regular season on a loss, but yeah, I'm still number one seed, so I'll get over it. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you like to go next? Yeah, go on then. Yeah, well, just like I said, I, I've discussed what I needed. I, I fell, yeah, I, I fell one eighty four to one seventy two point eight. Um, very it close. was, you know, it's not a bad score. I had, like I said, I had Stafford with twenty three, Kamara with a nice big week with twenty five, Chase with twenty five, Cordaro Patterson with a nice fourteen, Cooper Cup thirty two, Wilson with twenty one, and the Falcons D, which I picked up because I needed one, they got thirteen. So some good ones, but it, it was really the running backs that let me down. James Robinson with point four points was an absolute killer. Um, I started him over anyone else because I was re- reading the the press up until the game. They they said they were going to feed him. In reality, if I'd have started Melvin Gordon, I would be in the playoffs. So that hurts a little bit. Ooh. Um, but with him coming back from injury, I did not foresee Gordon getting twenty four points. So a little annoying. Um, Tom obviously big performances from Josh Allen, who was in our top ten. 
Aaron Jones, and we've mentioned Leonard Fournette, both over 20, fantastic. Tyreek Hill with a bit of a down week. Um, Brandon Ayuk with a nice 18. Um, Moreau and Elliott both underperformed, uh, both below 10. And then obviously Justin Herbert, electric with 26. So, yeah, disappointing to fall. Um, but, I'm you know, I'm happy with my team. It could be it could be worse. I could be out of the playoffs and have a dreadful team. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean we'll you've got to remember. <laughs> That's it. You've got Cooper Cup as well, which is never a thing. Um especially the way he's played this year. His value has gone up so so much. Um, you know, he's a player that last year was kind of just alright, whereas now exceptional. Yeah. So And I will listen he to offers be... for anyone who on our league who is listening <laughs> to this episode. <laughs> Well, very good. Uh, moving on, um, we have Rohan against Sam. This is quite the blowout. Oh, 188 God. points from Rohan. 86.62 from Sam. Uh, obviously, Tom Brady, aforementioned, he was in the top 10 with 31. Edwards Hilaire and uh, Daryl Williams as well. Uh, both both Kansas City uh, running backs there. 19 and 13 points apiece. So not bad to say that you're playing both of them. Um, DK Metcalf with a, a lowly eight points. Uh, Mike Evans with 21. Pitts with 11. Gronkowski with 11. Tyler Lockett with just shy of 30. Tyreek Hill, crazy, 25. Um, I mean, I yeah, we were discussing last week how we wouldn't recommend him to anybody. He's come out with a 22-point and 25-point performance in the last two weeks, Jack. So we've, um, yeah... yeah. Got, got that one a bit wrong. Uh, Harrison Booker, uh, 14 points, and then the Tampa Bay defense with five. Uh, Sam, on the other hand, obviously Jackson going down really, yeah. really hampered <laughs> his performance, just a 1.18. Um, and then we've got 12 points from uh, Devontae Freeman. And then Dion- David Johnson, uh, he he didn't... Did he play? Uh, no. He got zero points. Was he? Oh, was he on the COVID list? Yeah, COVID. Uh, yeah, no good. Uh, Kenny Golladay, 3.5. Uh, who have we got next? Is it Traquan Smith, Smith next? Yeah. 6.3. Zach Ertz, 9.2. Henderson, another good. one on the COVID <laughs> list. Uh, AJ Green, 18 points. Pretty good performance oh, from God, Green. The Trevor uh, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I don't even want to wow. read the number. <laughs> 1.04. So that's 24 of 40. Two two one yards, four interceptions, Ugh. and one carry for two yards. That is a <laughs> rough day at the office for Trevor there. Uh, that's minus eight points just in interceptions alone. Um, then we've got Matt Gay, 14 points, and then the Tennessee defense that's shut stars out. of the show. Yeah, 21 points. Top Not a great matchup with team. Lawrence there, but... <laughs> no, but it, it helped that he had the defense to kind of... To fall yeah. back on. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, next up, I guess we go to Lewis and James. Oh yeah, so James um, squeaked this one, and this was this was the other match that I was keeping an eye on because I needed Lewis to lose, which he did, and I needed to win. Unfortunately, as we know, I didn't. Um, James beat him one sixty four to one forty seven. James with some big performances. Najee Harris twenty five. Barkley, nice to see him back with eighteen. George Kittle, as we mentioned, thirty five. Hunter Renfro twenty eight. Couple of down performances as well. Um, Dak not himself with less than nine. Um, McLaurin with no catches on four targets, so zero points isn't great. Um, and Derek Carr nine point five. Um, but it was enough. Lewis had Teddy B fifteen. Hubbard with nine. Johnson of the Jets with nine. Cooper sixteen. Fryermuth with eleven. Um, Justin Fields with nineteen, which is I must admit that's better than I thought he did. 
and his stars of the show was Matt Prater was 16, and then that Cowboys D were 23. Uh, but yeah, close matchup, but yeah, just too many misfires on Lewis's team there, I think. Yeah, unfortunately for you, though, it was enough to keep a minute uh, with six and seven. Oh, God, Very... we, we don't have to keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, no, so close, so close. <laughs> um, and then finally, we've got Elliot uh, and Kieran. Thanks, I mean, I think this is this is a top ten all-time score from Elliot here. I think it's down at around ninth, uh, eighth, ninth overall with 215.98 points. Um, so obviously, Elliot... Um, he benefited from the return of Dalvin Cook, oh, yeah. the 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 emergence of James Connor, uh, the skills of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's yeah, he's he's got a he's got a good old team going into the playoffs here. So twenty eight <laughs> points from Rodgers. Steady on there, Jack. I know I know Rodgers played well, but I don't Sorry. I don't think he played that well. Um, <laughs> have you sufficiently recovered? Yeah, I'm good. Jolly good. <laughs> so we got Rodgers, twenty eight points. Uh, James Conner, 33.5. Dalvin Cook, 37. So, yeah, two of the top ten there. Um, Hopkins, only 10 points. He's not been playing too well of, of late, has he, DeAndre Hopkins? He's uh, he's down at the 28th wide receiver. Obviously, he's he's had a big chunk of time missing, but, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's not doing too well. Uh, Justin Jefferson, however, 20 points. Um, Everett with 10 points Good uh, Godwin with 21 points Samuel with 12 points Tannehill with 16 um, and then Hopkins the kicker with 13 and the Broncos defense with 11 so yeah lots of just <laughs> solid performances I think he only had 4 players that missed misprojection one of those was uh, Justin Jefferson with 20.5 so even, even missing projection he still got 20.5 utterly crazy uh, Kira, on the other hand, we have Callum Murray with 16. Uh, Latavius Murray with uh, 6. Josh Jacobs with 9. Jerry Judy with 9.7. Uh, 19 for, for Brandon Cooks. Uh, Jared Cook with 8. CD Lamb with 14. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones with 14. Kirk Cousins with 15. Zerline with 13. And the, and the Vikings with 7. So, not a terrible performance, but. Um, Nothing yeah, was going to be yeah. enough, was it? No, Elliot. Elliot's score was exceptional this week, uh, and what that did to the table. Um, so, I don't believe this. So, the player with the most points on the season is myself. The player with the most points against on the season is myself. Um, I seem to have taken that that title. So, I've had the most points against me, but I also have made the most points. So, I end on eleven and three, um, which yeah. I'm pretty happy about. Um, is this right? Are no, I've, I've got the most against. Why? Oh, this is so weird. My um, so I'm just looking at sleeper now, and it's it's mistaken. Uh, it's mistaken the scores. No, it's got them all mixed up. Do you want me to run through? No, I've just read the page and it's it's all right. So it put Tom. The reason I noticed was because it took put Tom at number two, and I was like, oh wow, good going, mate. But yeah, no, it's, it's rearranged itself. So yes, I don't have the most points against, but uh, yeah, I was a hundred. You've had a hundred points more against you than I have, so I'll I'll stop I'll stop pretending I'm some badly done to man who managed to. No, that, that's me. That's, that's the badly that, done that to man. That is you. You can you can keep that title. Thank I'll, you. I'll leave it. 
I apologise. <laughs> so yeah, eleven and three for me there. Elliot sneaks into the old uh, number two spot with a nine and five. Tom also had nine and five, but uh, Elliot had a hundred and ninety-eight points ahead of him, so he he took that spot on points. Alex is at number four with eight and six. Rohan is at number five with eight and six. Then we've got a bit of a drop to uh, number six, which is six and eight, and that's Lewis. Yourself, sadly, missing out on five and nine, mm. uh, with James also on five and nine, and Sam also on five and nine. And then at the bottom, we have Kieran with four and ten. So that is the end of the regular season. Uh, obviously, we'll have Tom facing off against uh, Lewis in round one of the playoffs, and we'll also have Alex playing Rohan, um, the, the outcome of which will determine my opponent. And for the former, that will determine Elliot's opponent. And then finally, we go into the final. Um, so, yeah, we are drawing to an end. We only have three weeks left. Ugh. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's just <clears throat> flown by. It and, has uh, far too quick. Yeah, it always does. It always does. But I'm, I'm looking forward to this little uh, this little playoff run. And hopefully I'll find myself in the final again. But we will, we will see. I'm a bit scared with... <laughs> The performances this week, I'm so glad that it wasn't a playoff week. Because yeah, get them out of the way. I, I, yeah, I did <laughs> not play well. So, yeah, let's hope this is my only bad performance. But, yeah, uh, that's that's everything from us this week. Any final words of wisdom or uh, thoughts to share? Oh, what do I know? No, <laughs> I'm no I, Yeah, obviously, yeah, sad to not be in, in the playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, there's, there's still people to be had on the waiver wires. Um, obviously, even looking at our leagues now, there's still people out there the amount of injuries that are happening. Uh, so do scout the waiver wires. And then, I mean, next week will probably be our most relaxed podcast yet. So I'm out, so I won't be stressed and you're on bye week. So <laughs> it should be it should be a good one. <laughs> yeah, it should. We've got nothing, nothing to worry about this week, which is absolutely wonderful. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Hey!